gorgeous souls. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Living podcast. I'm so excited to connect with you all. So go make yourself comfortable and settle in for some deep soul talk, high vibes and a good dose of laughter. So this is a sacred place that I've created where we're going to be talking about all things related to feminine leadership, spiritual entrepreneurship, money, energetics and soul purpose. My name's Alara Dawn and I'm a coach for feminine spiritual entrepreneurs who desire to expand to the next level of freedom, wealth, joy and pleasure. I help women take back their power, rewrite their stories and create soul-aligned lives and businesses. You can come and join me in the Awakened Feminine Soulpreneur group on Facebook that's free and I'd love to welcome you there. Or you can connect with me on Instagram, which is Pure Light Alara. You can also check out all the regular free, powerful, energetic activations and courses on my site, www.purelight1111.com. So let's get started with today's episode. Welcome, gorgeous souls. So in today's session, um, we're going to talk about collectives. And I'm just going to be pulling a few band-aids off, really. Um, You get a lot in the spiritual communities as a big talk around divine masculine communities and the unwakened men and all of this kind of stuff. However, there's many different collectives and something I ended up tapping into uh, the other evening um, is the Dark Brotherhood. So I want to just reframe a few things here because there is a huge demographic of men on this planet who are not going to be part of the awakening uh, plan, shall we say, i.e. they are not going to be wanting to do the deeper work. So this is not just wounded masculine. There is a demographic called Dark Brotherhood. They are a collective of men who are often working through certain soul groups or connecting into dark grids. They may have backgrounds which are in more of the dark arts, dark magician type energies. And you might think, well, this is a bit Harry Potter and it doesn't happen. I can assure you it does. And it could be your brother. It could be your father. It could be all sorts. Now we all know somebody like this. We all know people that, um, really cannot see women in their power, um, for all their glory and actually accept that. Now, I spent 10 months living in the Cotswolds, and I would say that I was deeply initiated into um, experiencing in the real world how there are still a huge demographic of men that are living in some kind of 1940s time warp. Um, And for somebody like me, who is independent in her power, magically very much in her power, sensually very much in her power, and, you know, does not need a man like them. I don't need somebody like that. And I am not going to fawn somebody because they are a man. And sadly, there are a demographic of men. We're talking men when I say this, meaning human on this planet who are still in that mindset. So, you know, that they're better than women or that I remember having a conversation with one guy and he um, quite clearly saw that women should be, you know, at home chained to the kind of kitchen sink dynamic um, and that that's where our place was and quite a lot of misogyny. So energies around really not liking the feminine and we can go into many different reasons for this. We can do the archaeological digs, but I wouldn't even waste your time. So I wanted to share with you when I tapped into this field, what is going on within it? So 
the Dark Brotherhood feed on the fact that the patriarchal programming of our society, which is man-made, it's part of the matrix, it's 3D collective consciousness, means that women have been, as soon as they're born, they are property, objects, and their role is of servitude to men. So servitude through their bodies, to birth, or whether it's sexual energy, um, whether it's also doing. At the moment, they have cultivated us pretty well in the workplaces to shift into masculine energy and be like slaves. So, and I would, I want to also reframe this. I'm giving you multiple levels, some of this energetically. The energetic intention behind this stuff is what's actually at root. So we have to recognize you might, I mean, I worked with loads of men that are part of this when I was in the bank and I had past lives with quite a lot of them as well, which allowed me to kind of tap into collective fields. Now, what does that mean? It means that you might have a manager that you're working with in a, you know, an organization And of course, he seems quite nice on the surface, but at soul level, you know that he has a deep, deep um, opposition to the path that you are on as a woman, waking up, stepping into your power, reclaiming yourself, reclaiming your power around money. That's one of the big emancipations. You know, if we want to actually take down um, or transform the patriarchal societies we're in, that's only going to happen when women sort out their money stories they start to become financially independent for themselves they start to no longer allow themselves to be property of others meaning that they value themselves differently that means that we're going to start looking at the templates for marriage the templates for relationships um and starting to become stronger in our power with what we will tolerate meaning we don't actually entertain or have relationships with men who are um, not in support of a woman that is thriving and moving towards being in her fully expressed, powerful self, and vice versa. Us also allowing a man to, you know, have his own path, purpose, and celebrating that and growing together, rather than this kind of um, contractual ownership, this conditional love that is also very, very dysfunctional through many of this kind of like patriarchal societies that we've been in. So the Dark Brotherhood, the message was very clear because I actually went into the field and saw that what they were doing is they're wanting you to, um, they're wanting women to stay where they are. There is energetic interference. So this is at soul level. That's what that means. It means that it's happening through collective fields. It means that some of the, um, you know, members which might be friends or whatever else that do not really want women to get to above themselves or to be earning more money than them or to, um, I guess it threatens their level of where they, their own masculinity firstly, because their masculinity has been based on conquering power through force, um, competition and, and really suppression. So it's about power and control. And when we are saying, well, we're not playing these games anymore and actually we're not available to, allow our energy in any way, shape or form to be available for those kind of environments, those men, those relationships or being part of families that have that dynamic. We are emancipating ourselves energetically at soul level, but we're also removing ourselves from being siphoned like batteries. 
the energetics of this collective feed off energy, meaning they feed off women that are offering themselves out in service of men. So they are sticking together to kind of block the feminine from being heard and seen. There are some energetic, and I call it the spiritual warfare stuff, and I've talked about this a lot in my groups, that I came up against a lot of this kind of interference, or even when I was in the Cotswolds, I had an absolute nightmare neighbor, um, and that was Dark Brotherhood operating through him as well. And when I say operating through him, I'm not talking possession. I'm talking about him at soul level being connected into a community of other group souls or collectives that are deliberately on this planet, not wanting the level of ascension consciousness um, and uh, freedom for us breaking out of a system that serves them. It serves them because it means that it they get to be in control whilst everybody else kind of runs around and builds the castle and offers everything up you know, whether it's sexual energy, whatever else, it's suited them. Of course it has, but we're not playing that game anymore. So for women that are stepping out in their power, there's a collective of souls that are pushing back on this. And this is why we as women and multidimensional, powerful, you know, women, um, we need to be aware of this stuff. We need to be conscious of the conversations we're having. We need to be conscious in particular. The key thing that they said was around um, us wanting approval from men in what we do. And this is really, really unconscious because it's daddy issue crap as well. When you meet men, do you go off and tell them every inch of about yourself, all your insecurities, all the rest of it? Red flag. Do you tell them about all your dreams and blah, 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 because you want their validation, their approval. Um, if they say that they don't agree with it or they, you know, are you going to change it and almost make it conditional that you can't be fully expressed to be yourself in all of your, you know, woo-woo splendor, um, that on some level the relationship is a no unless you change yourself to cultivate to them. It's very, very subtle, very subtle. This people-pleasing um, towards men, this prostitution of our lover energy all of this is linked into you being influenced still by patriarchal programming and the collective that want that to continue is dark brotherhood so when we kind of look at this stuff when we um when we try to fit into a society that accepts these things it keeps the patriarchal forces in place so when you basically abuse and lie to yourself and betray yourself and your soul and your brilliance and and you don't allow your you you allow yourself to stay in relationships that are past their sell by day and you don't listen to all the red flags and you allow these people to show you they you know they often show you what they think of you through their actions but you still hang about you know meaning that you think your value is this person's value and opinion is more than your own worth for yourself. When we're still in these kind of things, that's what keeps this, this imbalance in place very unconsciously. So when we actually really go into a very deep process of inner alchemy around kind of a sacred marriage with ourselves, meaning that regardless of whoever or whatever else comes along, the relationship and connection with yourself at root is literally your core. That's your go-to. If there's some kind of deviance to that or something that is pulling you off kilter, then that's a red flag for you to step away rather than 
offering yourself up on a plate like some kind of sexual ritual sacrifice over to these guys because what you're not realizing is that on an energetic level the men that are still very very strongly playing into these dynamics they don't want you to thrive they don't want you to actually get to your fully expressed self and when we stay in relationships and connections and workplaces that have this overriding culture it means that you are going to have to sacrifice part of yourself in order to move up the ranks because you're doing it on their terms, which often means you need to give more of yourself, be different, fit in, or offer more of your time, space, whatever else, in order for you to get the scraps. Yet if a man was doing it, very different in those environments. And I'm sharing this because this is um, by, there's a lot of brainwashing. People don't even realize that this is kind of going on. There's a lot of um, farcical kind of cultural stuff that's come in. So, you know, you'll have like the the company has its its mission statement and its culture and, you know, HR's backing it up. But in reality, that's not what's actually happening. So this is the opportunity for us to say, okay, wait a minute. So where am I still, and I would say just for the purposes of what I channeled into and what I tapped into and journeyed into, um, this is the male dynamic in this perspective at the moment. Where am I still offering myself up to old systems whereby I'm thinking that I need someone's opinion, feedback, validation, in particular, a man, it could be a boss, it could be a, you know, family member, it could be your dad, it could be whatever else. Where in my mind, or even their voice, what voice pops up for you when you suddenly think of your big bright idea? Whose voice do you hear in your head that's like kind of shutting it down? Because even if you're not even having these conversations, that person's energy at soul level, on some level, for that level of uh, influence into your field is affecting you. So until we disentangle that stuff out, so we realize that we're not going to give that level of authority over us, which there's sometimes a contract or, you know, you believe, like I I shared in an earlier thing that um, I was plugging into the collective patriarchal fields and I was also plugging into um, my father's perspective, um, which was that women's only purpose on this planet was to serve men. Women were only here as like objects so there was no real, our value was that we were kind of disposable. He was like misogynist. He he is the template for the tyrannical father. He is the template for the dark brotherhood, the dark magician, all of it. So I can understand this stuff because I had to dismantle what part of myself has been wounded, entangled, abused, is still even like, you know, echoes of this crap that you can easily tap back into and realize that it's limiting you on some level in how you give to yourself. So what you've got to remember is that the program for women to be self-sacrificing, serving, that mothers are meant to, you know, pretty much give all their everything to everybody else other than themselves. And that is the template of being a woman. That is a 3D template. It's distorted. It's part of the matrix. You're here to shift that up. So if you are still in people pleasing, you're guilty by looking after your own needs. Um, you do things like, I don't know, sitting at your desk through meeting after meeting after meeting. You need the loo and you haven't eaten, but you just 
suppress and numb all your your bodily needs because you're in an environment where you're expected to just push through and and your needs are not important. And by you going along with that stuff, i.e. not orchestrating proper breaks, not being able to actually organize your calendar, um, perhaps, you know, it's just an expectation or you think there'll be judgment if you took a lunch break or whatever else. All of that stuff is you actually saying yes to an old patriarchal program and no to your own self-love, personal authority. So it only changes when you decide I'm no longer going to say yes to that old way of being and I'm going to change things up. So I work with a lot of clients who are still in these environments. They're still in high-powered roles that they've got there through, you know, working in a male-dominated environment. And it's worked to a point, but their health is suffering. They are, um, you know, adrenal fatigue, no sex drive, disconnected from their bodies, frustrated, you know, yes, they've got the money. Yes, they've got the lifestyle. Yes, they've got the, the grade band and the title. But they're like, what now? Because there's something massive empty inside of me. And I realized that there must be more to my life than this. You know, I want something more now. And the this demographic, this dark brotherhood collective does not want that for you. They want you to literally sacrifice your life in these roles and dynamics, whether it's workplace, family, I'm not saying don't be a mum, I'm just saying the definition of a mum does not need to be servitude, self-sacrifice, martyrdom. But that is part of a patriarchal programming for, you know, really quite a misogynistic view on your value as, you know, a walking womb. And, you know, what it means to be a mother is that you have no needs, you have no life, you suddenly you know, sacrifice your path and purpose for somebody else. That is an old template. And I recognize myself, like I, you know, there is sometimes a very deep rooted need if you've had a lot of instability in your your own childhood to, to probably have more anchors of tradition in your, your life. But recognize that some of that, and this is stuff I had to unpick for myself, it's not actually consciously what I would be creating for myself now. I'd be breaking those chains through my action as they came up. So if you are feeling trapped, you know, kind of like I'm, there's nothing left for me, yeah? That is a massive red flag. But we have to recognize that until we, the women start saying yes to themselves, they start putting their needs first, they start, you know, which affects every trickled effect, you know, relationship that you have, it only changes when you change. It only changes when you decide that you're no longer available to be offering up your energy, your ideas, your life force, your creativity in that way. And, um, you know, there is a demographic that is pushing up against that. And the, the best way to deal with that is firstly, impeccable boundaries, energetically and physically. And that's an initiation because it means that you have to get very clear on what you're available for. And if somebody oversteps that, that you are committed enough to your own self-care, self-love and value that you actually set the boundaries and do something about it if they're crossed. It means learning negotiation and recognizing that if something isn't working anymore, then it's open for negotiation. And it means, you know, when we have negotiations, that we're not responsible for other people's, you know, kickoff reactions, if that's what you're worried about. 
you know, it's getting very anchored and solid in who you are, what you desire. And recognizing that change is just a natural part of life, but that it's time that we shook things up a bit in our lives so that we actually get to direct our own ships, which actually is for the greater good of our families, of our children. It teaches our children these things. Because unless we are willing to actually be the change in our families, if we're mothers, you are setting the examples for your your sons and daughters. And um, that's, you know, that's going to have to mean a lot of growth, a lot of growth about conscious communication, which is going to bring up lots and lots of stuff because we don't get taught about that. It's going to go deep into conditional and unconditional love. And, and quite frankly, unconditional love has to start with you. Has to. And if you're still people pleasing and self-sacrificing and you know, making excuses, then blaming and projecting it all out and in your drama and chaos, you're the common denominator. You're the one that changes it all. That means you're the one that actually holds the key to your own cage. You're the one with the power, not anyone else. So we've been programmed in a patriarchal society to give everything we have because that's what we thought that our worth comes from. That is our only worth and our value. So when we're in jobs that burn us out, we're in, you know, situations that don't light us up anymore, part of it is down to this worthiness program, what we think our role is in society. Again, other shades of this come up in new age communities of thinking that you're only here for mission to serve everybody else. That is a that is a distorted matrix program. That's not why you're put on this planet. If you're going to elevate the frequency of this planet, yes, you do your inner work, but that's so that you can actually create a higher level baseline of joy. Joy frequency through many, many people that have dealt with many of the inner fractures means that we're going to have more light and joy and higher frequencies on this planet. We don't repeat the same cycles of abuse and unhappiness and everything because we've sorted our own stuff out. We're starting to be more self-responsible. So that happens through us. It's us being the change. And, you know, I recognize that there are a lot of women that actually are so brainwashed by patriarchal control and the way that on some level they don't feel that they have any power or control over their lives without a man running them. And I'm talking some of them being more older generation and those kind of women that I met when I was in the Cotswolds. Um, they don't even realize the power they hold. And it scares them to even consider that they would change the dynamics that they have. But that's entirely up to them. But all I will say is that if you're in my world, you're a force of nature. You're here to be the change. You're here not to accept the crumbs. And, you know, just because of what's come before is not a direct correlation of what's going to happen in your future. And this comes from getting so, so clear on what you need and what you desire and really, really feeling into that and honoring it and saying yes to it. And it takes, it's like a muscle, it's muscle memory. We have to start building the muscle so it feels natural, so it feels like a default thing. Um, and when we change, we're the only ones that we have any control over. When we change, everybody else responds differently to us. So this is where we have to recognize it's always, a, it's always in alchemy. If you're sat there thinking, I'm going to try and change all these men and wake them all up, you're going about it the wrong way. 
has to come by your elevation and people either align with you and or they drop away and that's absolutely fine. That's absolutely fine because we don't want to be bound to each other by karmic entanglements and old contracts of that, you know, linking old wounds of codependency and all of that kind of stuff. Like we're past that. We're, we're moving past that. This is what we've got so many people on so many different levels working through different pieces. But what's so exciting is that versus five, six years ago, we have some level of roadmap with people around us so we can actually see what's possible for us. Um, and it doesn't need to take a lifetime at all. Um, we're moving into a higher frequency so we get to feel better we get to be grounded in our bodies we get to um, really start to enjoy this time on this plane which also means we have to reject the storylines and the narratives which are around struggle suffering self-hatred not being worthy enough not being beautiful enough young enough all of that is patriarchal bullshit and it's through our media it's through all the marketing companies and it's to keep you out of your power and it only changes when you decide that you've done with the nonsense. And yeah, sharing this, it's its not a surprise. It just shows that there is um, a lot of power with the level of women that are beginning to allow some of their wildness to come out as well. Allowing themselves to no longer emulate the fracturing of the feminine, which is essentially what all of these fractured archetypes are, the sanitized goddesses. We break that mold, but we have to recognize that there's still so much distortion out there. And where there is that level of distortion, um, we've got to remember that, you know, it, it has served an old society model and many men within it and women within it. So when we're trying to make a lot of change like that, energetically there can be a bit of spiritual kickback really is what I've seen and that is just another initiation into your sovereignty because from my perspective nothing and no one has any authority to block your path and I believe that even if you can't access what's going on yourself that's your invitation to if you're stuck and you know that there's something more and you know you're meant to be doing something more, that is your invitation to go and find the right person that is going to unlock that so that you free yourself. And knowing that wisdom just gives you that additional level of power, recognizing you on some level, whether it's through your belief, your lineage, just by tapping into the collective fields, allowed yourself to be suppressed by somebody else, their intention, their box they placed you in, um, or you put yourself in there. And now you have that awareness of how interrelated things are and how things are working on different levels that you can avoid it next time. And you can also bring it into your work and teach others so that others can see the red flag, so that others can recognize where they're giving their power away from others can, you know, begin to look at who is the, you know, the soul behind the human mask um, and start to question, start to really look at themselves as this really valuable life source because you are um and you know that should be directed towards your own soul expansion and path and your family and doing those things not for the benefit of others in a collective that are wanting to keep you caged by doubt limitation fear suppression fear of you know your own power your own sexual power um yeah this is what we're all working amongst 
And um, I felt it was really important to share this because sometimes it can, you can feel I'm up against this stuff, but I've got no one to talk to. No one else seems to understand this stuff. Um, why am I feeling this? And then everybody else is giving me a message that, you know, just love and light it through. That's just absolute bullshit. It doesn't work like that. We're on a multidimensional plane with many people uh, operating at many different levels of themselves. And um, yeah, you. this is part of the initiation. Um, we are a little bit in the Wild West, but it's exciting. We get to redefine who our tribe is and work out who we are again, again, again. Because it is going to evolve, it is going to change. Um, because some people are going to get quite comfortable where they are, and that's that's fine. Even though they go through some of awakening level, they will stay at certain levels. Not that this is some kind of like Olympics. That's not what I mean. I just mean that sometimes it takes longer for some people to integrate and ground stuff. So they will, you know, the pace that they work at will be a bit different. Meaning they're not up for the quantum leaps. Not everyone is. The way showers are, those that are going, well, I'm done with like 40 years of dealing with this crap and now I can accelerate through it in a couple of years so I can create my best life and whilst my body's healthy and able and enjoy myself, that's what I want. I want to create a legacy and an impact here and I want to share that with so many other people whilst I can. Um, those are the people that are wanting the quantum leaps and they're the ones that are all in knowing that that is a invitation each time to go deeper into the inner work uh the shadow work as well you know a lot of people hide from this stuff um but we have to recognize that the power is and actually recognize that we are all of it shadow and light and that our power answer our gifts and many of the mysteries that are untapped in our understanding of many of the things on this planet they come through the shadow work so those that are pioneers and ready to actually go into the inner depths and obviously depths into other collectives and understandings, they are unearthing things to raise consciousness for others. So again, sharing these things because this is, this is all part of it. Um, I'm super excited to um, really kind of share that with you and it felt important to bring it through and no, you may well have picked up on this stuff, but not been able to really get a hold of like quite what it was. No, it is, it's, it's definitely out there available, um, happening. Um, and one thing I would say is deep discernment with who you'd share your desires and miracles with massively. Um, and I would also say that if you're in environments that are part of a very strong patriarchal old program and you have aspirations with doing something completely different or whatever else, I would honor and protect your intentions and not verbally share them with those people because you're also sharing your um, intentions into a collective at soul level. So you can sometimes find that your, your plans can get scuppered suddenly out of nowhere and you're like, well, how did that happen? It's like, well, you're talking to a human interface, but there is a soul and collective behind that that are not wanting you to succeed. Um, another program I actually saw with uh, women I've worked with over the past few years, it's an interesting one. It was a program that um, I must... Gosh, what was the program? Bear with me one second. 
I must hand all my information over. So the program basically meant that this per- it's like oversharing. Do you have a pattern of oversharing? Do you have a pattern that even if you know, you've just met someone, you haven't got that filter and that interface of boundaries, trust, you know, little by little, um, gaining relationship with somebody before you just dump something out there. Do you find that you are, and you're doing it obviously for unconsciously, but there's a response you're expecting some kind of validation. Um, sometimes it's like, it's just not having that kind of inner boundary really with yourself of discernment of who you share things with um and do you find you do this with particular men so this was another pattern so I would invite you that if you have all these you know huge plans you're working on and stuff be very very discerning on who you share with and if you have this program that I've just talked about where you feel almost impulsively it's as though like you do it very subconsciously you've just met someone and suddenly out of nowhere you are uh depositing you know your your gifts plans and ideas recognize that that's you transferring your um, life force energy frequency creative gifts downloads and giving them to somebody else to do whatever they want with theoretically so you could get into the 3d mindset and go well they can't do anything with it it's my thing i'm not talking about that i am talking about energetics here as well if you have something really important that's purpose level that is going to make global change, do not just share it freely with those that you do not know who they are at soul level until that is anchored and grounded in the physical and up and running. Because then it's got its own physical entity and it's a different kettle of fish. That could be a business entity I'm talking about here. So um, I know because I had tons of interference when I set my business up. Um, So if this is you, then you needed to hear that. And also you're running into old programs of needing uh, patriarchal approval before you feel valid, uh, you know, valid enough with your ideas. So again, look into why you feel you need to be operating in that way, because that is something that you need to unpick. So you stop attracting certain people as well. Um, but so you stop aligning yourself to um, those kind of communities, because that's not who you want to be, you know, bringing into your field, but you will only bring them in if you're holding on to those uh, construct still. And, you know, I know the women that I'm working with, in particular, those that are going to be stepping into my next immersion, which is the um, Luminous Empress New World um, Creator. That is for women that are wanting to create new things in the world. The, you know, businesses um, might be like I was talking about the social enterprises, whatever else they're doing in whatever, they are walking creatrix meaning that they're constantly birthing ideas. Ideas have value in this 3D reality. They can be worth a lot of money. And you've got to remember that if you are not um, considering your own kind of like uh, that incubation process, you're not nurturing that birth of that idea before it is grounded. If you are off just like dumping and sharing it and all the rest of it, you need to look at the boundaries energetically around that. Um, because the muse, which was the empress energy, actually would get siphoned. So you may be also running some programs whereby you are tapping into a distorted archetype field, which then uh, kind of very subconsciously makes you organize your energy to just like allow it to be taken by others. So I'll leave you with that. And if that resonates, you know, you want to know more about that, then come over to um, my 
website www.purelight1111.com we're going to be starting on the 14th of february and we're going to be going deep into that process which is really stepping into your your power on many different levels um and having all the life energy resources to be able to actually make big change because if you're off people pleasing and siphoning your energy it's it's not sat with you you won't have enough to get it off the ground so um yeah we have to kind of bring in all angles and I know I share at many different levels but it's so that you get to realize it's more than just surface and you know now's the time we need to be really stepping into all of our power so sending you so much love you take care bye-bye Thank you for listening today, gorgeous souls. And if you're enjoying the Soul Line Living podcast, I'd be so grateful if you would give it a review. That would be absolutely amazing. Thank you to you all and look forward to sharing the next episode with you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.